Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. I should say a holiday edition. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, a holiday edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and I'm joined in the studio by the lovely and talented Tammy Slay, my girlfriend from Dallas, Texas. Yes. Thanks for coming and doing a show with me. Thanks for the invitation. It's been a while. It's been a while since you've been in Atlanta on a time when we needed to do a show. Yes, it has. And so I'm glad you're here. Quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So don't forget, our purpose in the show is to help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with really total confidence and without, without all that worry that is so typical with life's biggest investments. And we want to connect with people. And it's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. We answer on air, off air. You can make comments. You can challenge things we say. You can share your great ideas, or you can even share ideas you had that weren't so great. You can uh, request that we do some additional research on your neighborhood for our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. Tammy, you and I found a new store Mm. slash cafe in Johns Creek. We did yesterday while we were walking from Publix. So... We wanted to go to the grocery store, uh-huh. so we walked to the grocery store, yes. and then we walked home from the grocery yes. store. You and I love to walk. Love to walk. How many miles did we walk yesterday, just the two of us? Yesterday, over six miles six total. Six miles, probably maybe even closer to seven. Probably. Maybe seven, yeah. seven and a half, so we love to walk. And so as we're coming home, we're going north on Medlock Bridge. We're going to turn and go east on Wilson Road, for those familiar with that area, and on the shopping center on the left, so it would be at the cor- intersection of Medlock Bridge Road and Wilson Road. It'd be in the northwest corner mm-hmm. of that intersection. We found a what? Well, it's an antique cafe, actually, and that's the name. And interesting, because to me, an antique cafe, but it's C-A-F-F-E it instead is. of C-A-F-E, yeah. which cafe is normally C-A-F-E, right? Yeah. No, only one F. Only one F. Normally. And so it's called Antique Cafe. It is an antique store uh-huh. with a cafe. a cafe. And it was... Cute. Yes, and the, I tell you, the people there are so nice. Yes. We asked for some pieces of some cake, and we got four pieces of cake for almost no money at all because they didn't have all the packaging and everything they needed for us. Yeah. So I know you might not need antiques, but you definitely could use a coffee or a sandwich or a, a piece of something sweet. And so Tammy and I recommend, because we love supporting local businesses, look them up online. They're available there on Facebook and they're on Instagram. They're all uh, all over the place. It's Antique Cafe, Antique C A F F E, in Johns Creek, Georgia. Again, northwest corner of Medlock Bridge and Wilson Road. Now, Tammy, you uh, have sold many, 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 many homes in Dallas, Texas, over the years, and you recently had a home buyer. And it's it's okay for me to say this. I don't want to give out any any details that I shouldn't, but she had had a bad experience. She had purchased a home where pretty much everybody involved except her uh, covered up the fact that there had been mold. And instead of the mold being remediated correctly, it was covered up. Whether it was painted over or however they did it, it was covered up. And I think it actually led to her being sick. It did. And I think there was probably a lawsuit, and I think it was determined that, that people had hidden things and they were at fault. So now... This same lady, who unfortunately is going through a divorce, is buying another house, and she is nervous to say the least. How much money did this lady spend doing inspections on the home she planned to buy? She did. Um, I don't. I, I think the last time I totaled it, it was a little over five thousand dollars. Yes. In inspections. Inspection. So she had 
a home inspection, uh -huh. had a radon inspection. Yes. She had a structural inspection, which you really have to get. Structural engineer. Structural engineer's mm -hmm. inspection, which you really have to get in Dallas because the soils are yes. so soft. Yes. I don't know if soft is the right word. Soils are so soft that the, the, the slabs of the houses don't like to stay. She also had a couple of other vendors come out and do some different things. What, what else did she have? Um, and she had two mold inspections. Two mold inspections, two mold which makes sense. She had the home tested for radon. And had the home tested for radon roof. Um, a, a few other um, plumber came out. Um, a few other little Stuff. electrical. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff. And she did decide to go through with the purchase. Yeah. But she had a radon test, she and did. you're not accustomed to people testing homes for radon in no. Dallas because it's not very common right. in Dallas. So if you don't mind, let me make sure the listeners understand what radon gas is. Okay. And radon gas is a naturally occurring gas. It's odorless. It's tasteless. It comes up from the ground, from the soils, and it is really because of things that are decomposing underground, and they create a gas called radon gas. Now, in our area and in areas where you have lots of rock, that rock underground continues to decompose and it releases radon gas mm. into the air. Now, we are in a vein uh, all along the north of the eastern seaboard, especially along the Appalachian Mountains. Um, you have a lot of occurrence of radon gas. And when I say a lot of occurrence of radon gas, I mean like one in three houses tested would be positive for radon gas wow. at a level that's a little bit too high. Okay. So tell us what happened with your lady's radon test and what the level was, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind at okay. all. And I even pulled it up here. Oh, you actually have the report? I in do. Front of you? Okay, I good. do. Okay. Um, and so the radon um, test came back. They, they came in and they um, put their devices out and left them for two days yep. to determine. Um, but the level came back at 0 0.34. And, and this measured in picocuries per liter. So it's small p, capital C, uh -huh. small i, forward slash capital L. I'm just saying that I have no idea what that means. But you said it was 0.34. Okay, so now let's talk about this. So your client was a little worried by that number when she first saw it. Anytime you get a number yeah. that's above zero, you know, you go, okay, there's something, right? Like yes. even in a blood test, like, okay, what's this mean? It's above zero. Even yes. in weighing yourself, what's this mean? My weight's above zero. That <laughs> is true. Now, so I looked it up on the United States Environmental Protection Agency's website, what the average indoor and outdoor radon levels are. Tell me. Would you like to know? Yeah. Outdoor level, normal. Okay. Is 0.4. All right. So if you tested radon levels outside, they would be 0.4. Okay. And then when I say normal, this is not normal, average. The average outdoor radon level is 0.4. The average indoor radon level is 1.3. Wow. So your lady had indoor, indoor radon levels that were less than the average outdoor. Now, I don't know if that's the average outdoor in Dallas, but that's just the, the number that the um, Environmental Protection Agency is given. So in Atlanta, so if, if the soils in Dallas are very sandy. Mm -hmm. So you don't have rock deposits. Here we have Stone Mountain underground. We have the Appalachian Mountains. So we have lots of granite underground. And as the granite decays over the years, 
it gives off radon gas. So in Atlanta, I would test a home, any home that I bought for radon gas. Okay. And it's not a huge deal to fix because what happens is, let's just say we were talking about that same house that was on a slab in Dallas. The only reason I'm saying it's on a slab is because there aren't any houses with basements in, in Dallas. And what would happen is they would find a place in the interior of the home, like in a utility closet or something. They would drill a hole through the slab and they would stick a piece of white PVC down through the slab. And then they would caulk around it and then they would run that PVC up and out the roof or they'd run it out the side of the house and they put a fan in that system. So they put a fan in line in the PVC. And so what happens is that fan creates suction under the slab. And instead of the radon coming up through the cracks in the slab, because there's negative pressure, the radon gas and all the other gas comes up through the PVC pipe and gets exhausted out into the atmosphere. How very fascinating. And it's very, very simple. simple. It's very simple. So I would say the average radon system in the city of Atlanta, it probably cost from $900 to $2,000. And they come with pretty good warranties as well. They come with pretty good warranties. So anyway, nice discussion on radon if you've just joined us. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm joined in the studio by my girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, Tammy Slay. Thank you. And I'm so glad you're here. Okay, is holiday season, or should we say Christmas season, is Christmas season a good time to sell or buy a home? My answer is yes. Yep. Like, I just hands down, and I've even bought a home in the holiday season mm-hmm. and myself. So, yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a different type of buying. Like, you'll have a little different experience, but that's what makes it so good. So, if you don't really need to sell now, then should you go ahead and consider putting it on the market now? Or is it for those who need to sell or need to buy don't be afraid. Just jump right on in, even during the holiday season, to buy or sell. I would say both. I would say because inventory is down. On average, and, you know, and I'm speaking to the choir here because I'm looking at you, yep. but, you know, you know this. On average, sellers who don't have to sell don't yeah. sell. Yep. So if you're a seller and you don't have to, it's still a good time because... Yep. The inventory is down, yep. and you're not opening up your home to the looksy buyers. Yep. You know the tenants most most leases don't end at Christmas time. Yep. They yep. end in the summer, so tenants will start looking. And when you think about it, the two lowest closing months of the year are January and February. But it's not like you'd have if you took twelve months and you divided those twelve months into a hundred percent, you'd have eight point three percent of the closings that would take place every month. In June or July, it might be 10%. But in January or February, it's still 6%. So there's a lot of homes that go under contract in November and December. Mm-hmm. I want to say a special thanks, by the way, to those who attended the holiday extravaganza, had their picture made with Santa, had refreshments. I got to meet a lot of great radio show listeners, and I loved it. This segment of the show is brought to you by O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm. With 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta, they specialize in residential real estate closings and refinance closings and real estate contract review and all that good stuff. They are our preferred provider closing attorney. 770-497-1880 is the number to call for them. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Dunwoody Club Forest is being featured. Whether or not you should do decorating outside of your home if your home is listed and fireplace cleaning and maintenance, we've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.